How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, July the 22nd. Uh, we're ending your week off here with a ton of video game news. Some of this I wish I could have talked about yesterday, but the recording time and the news releasing just didn't line up, so... Here we are, we got some major stories today. Definitely the biggest one is that the state of California is going to be suing Activision Blizzard over a work culture of sexual harassment. So this is California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, and the lawsuit is basically all about gender-based discrimination, and that's in terms of pay and career advancements and harassment. And they actually detail quite a bit of honestly disturbing things in the document. You are welcome to read it yourself. I'm not going to say it here on the show, and I will issue a trigger warning if you're going to read those documents. But something they repeat multiple times is that essentially people working in the company was the same as working in a frat house, which involved male employees doing whatever they wanted without consequence. This was directly supported by executives in the company, or even acted on themselves. And I mean, yeah. You know, I don't talk about a lot of lawsuits on this show because they're happening all the time, but this one is huge. This also isn't the first time that the DFEH has done something like this. Uh, they actually stepped in with the Riot Games case. Riot was going to settle with their plaintiffs for like $10 million, and then the DFEH came out and said, hey, it should actually be $400 million. So they're pretty involved in the gaming industry, and again, the fact that this is coming from the government is so, so huge for the company and certainly is going to hopefully be one of the things that actually enacts change and delivers consequences. Activision Blizzard did respond to this lawsuit. They provided a statement to The Verge, and they basically undermined the DFEH. They said that they had reprehensible conduct, disgraceful and unprofessional, and that they were confident in their ability to demonstrate their practices as an equal opportunity employer. Of course, any company is going to say that when met with a lawsuit like this, certainly as high caliber. But it's hard to take statements like that seriously when we usually hear from employees directly about their experiences working at companies like this and with specific managers within the company. So in any event, I'll keep you updated with how this progresses because we're still waiting on what happens with Riot Games as well. That's ongoing. All of this will be. On a more positive note, we recently had the winners announced of the GDC and IGF awards. So GDC is the Game Developers Conference. It's one of the more esteemed uh, award ceremonies out there, and this is for the year of 2020, last year. Game of the Year went to Hades, which also picked up Best Design and Best Audio. And then the other multi-award winner was Ghost of Tsushima, which got the Audience Award and the Best Visual Art Award. Other interesting ones here were Best Debut for Phasmophobia, Best Mobile Game went to Genshin Impact, Best Narrative went to The Last of Us Part 2, and the Innovation Award went to Dreams, which is the make-your-own-game game on PlayStation. So that's pretty cool. We also had the Independent Games Festival, which is the award ceremony for indie games, definitely the most esteemed out of all the indie awards out there. And the Seamus McNally Grand Prize went to Umurangi Generation. This game is pretty interesting. It's a photography game set in a kind of sci-fi near future. I was definitely surprised by this win, by the way. I thought Spiritfarer was going to get it, but IGF is pretty well known for not being afraid to award games that aren't necessarily all that well known. So if the concept of Umurangi Generation intrigues you, it's obviously worth checking out, at least. It also won the Narrative Prize. Genesis Noir won both Excellence in Audio and Excellence in Visual Art. 
Teardown won Excellence in Design, which is a game all about tearing things down. It's like a physics simulator. And they also have this interesting award called the Nuovo Award, which is a game that makes jurors think differently about games as a medium. And that went to Blaseball, which is a baseball simulator, but totally wacky fantasy. Definitely not the version of baseball that you know. So super cool. Congratulations to all of them. And it certainly gave me a bunch of games to check out. Okay, I'm running out of time, so I'll do this super quick. But the long-rumored Dead Space remake has been confirmed for next-gen consoles and PC. People have assumed this was coming at some point, but yes, Dead Space is officially being remade. It's by the studio who did Star Wars Squadrons, and it's not coming to last-gen consoles. They also said that they're taking notes from the Resident Evil remakes, which were highly successful, so hopefully this is also highly successful and, and lauded. That is all of the details for now. However, EA did do a conference today, so if you're interested in Battlefield, Apex Legends, Knockout City, or the Grid series, then you should go check out the news for there. If I had time, I would talk about it, but we're out of time. Thanks for being here, folks. I'll be back with you on the news on Monday, some weekend variety shows over the next two days, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, first things first, I spent an hour and a half recording a video yesterday going through a bunch of, uh, a bunch of games. I think I told you about it already. My mom gave me this box of, uh, all of my old stuff, and I just recorded myself going through the box and talking about all the different games that I had and my memories of those games. I had a really good time recording it. I just have to do a quick edit pass on it. Shouldn't take too long. And I'm going to throw it up on YouTube. It's probably going to be like an hour long video. So if you just need something to put on in the background or, I don't know, just something something to watch and you want something more in the after show style, it's going to feel very much like like this show, then uh, youtube.com slash thegamingobserver and come hang out with me. Yeah, major, major news stories today. Normally, I would have spent the entire show talking about uh, the EA Play show, but I mean, the, the IGF Awards are a huge annual event. I wish I got to see it live. And uh, my God this lawsuit. I mean, you know there's some credibility to this stuff when they can actually pull off a lawsuit. I mean, we'll see how it actually plays out in court. But the problem with most of these types of things is that, you know, going to court, you need evidence. And when it comes to workplace culture, it's hard to have evidence. It's not like you're recording everything that's happening in your workplace. And many times, stuff like this just becomes a game of he said, she said. And people who are actual victims of harassment and discrimination are not able to do anything about it. Well, now we have something, and we'll see how it plays out. I know California tends to be, I don't know if progressive is the right word, but they certainly have reformed a lot of laws for this kind of thing, and they're able to get away with a lot of stuff like this that other workplaces kind of can't, or sorry, other jurisdictions kind of can't. Anyway, besides all the news, I had a pretty good day today. I invited my mother over for lunch. It's pretty awesome having a family around you, when I was in Toronto, if you wanted to see family, you had to go drive an hour and a half, and we didn't own a car. <laughs> now we have a car, and we're around family with cars, so my mom wants to come over for lunch, she can do it. So I got to see her, we played some card games, had some lunch, that was pretty dope. You know what I will say is I haven't played board game. I mean, uh, sorry, video games in a while. My mind has been on a lot of board games. I've been browsing the board games subreddit quite a bit. Unfortunately, I don't have the opportunity to play a lot of board games because uh, I just don't know enough people who want to play them. Jordan wants to play them, 
but then I also don't want to own board games because we're going to be traveling. And then Tabletop Simulator, I definitely don't know enough people. I think I know two people with Tabletop Simulator that uh, would be willing to play board games with me. Maybe that's something I could pull from the Gaming Observer community. I don't know, there's definitely a difficulty with playing games with the community. I know a lot of creators are able to pull it off successfully, but unfortunately, it's not as easy as it looks for someone who's in my position. Because if I pull together a bunch of people to play a game, and we've played games in the past and they've gone perfectly fine, it, it, you know, it's not like anything's gone wrong before, but there's potentialities for things to go wrong, as, as those potentialities exist for any time you pull random people together, and I'm the one kind of responsible for it if, if something does go wrong. You know, I'm the one that people are going to look to, considering I'm the one that are bringing people together. And there's a little bit of pressure there, you know, and the whole point of me wanting to play a board game is to relieve pressure, and instead I'm going to be worried the entire time that something is going to go wrong. So, I don't know, the idea is fun in concept, but I think the reality is that I need to keep some of these hobbies away from a general public and more towards a private affair with people who I know. But I don't know, maybe my stance on that can change over time or if I have some good experiences. I think board games especially are kind of tricky because there's a, there's definitely a culture around that, right? Some people are like sore losers. Some people really like house rules. Some people don't know how to play games and you have to teach it to them. There's so many things involved and... At least with a video game, you just boot up the game, you start playing most of the time. But there's different challenges there too. If you're going to play Rocket League, maybe somebody is ultra competitive and gets upset with you if you don't do a certain something. I don't know. Anyway, there's things to think about there. Hey folks, I'm going to head out. Thank you for being here. This weekend, uh, I have a few options for what I'm going to do. I might take a clip from the YouTube video I'm going to put out, it's possible, and expand on it or reflect on it. I might do a celebration of the Gaming Observer's three-year anniversary. If I don't do that this weekend, then hopefully I'll do it next weekend. I'll be a, a little late on that, but whatever. It'll happen when it happens. And uh, I had one more idea, but I can't remember it at this current moment. Nonetheless, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, farewell. <laughs>